0: This podcast is brought to you by Eisner Award winning Legend Comics and Coffee in Omaha, Nebraska, and supporting listeners like you. Go to TwoheadedNerd.com and click donate, or visit Patreon.com backslash TwoheadedNerd to become a supporter today. Ha-cha! Yes? Ho, ho ha ha! Remember the old time?
1: Challenge.
2: That's not true. Welcome. Good morning. And uh, yeah, we haven't done this for a long time and I apologize. It's time for Cover to Cover. Yeah. Where Joe and I sit here and we take calls from you and we talk about nerd stuff. We do it every Saturday morning and we do it from 1130 to 1230. Every Saturday morning. <laughs> Central every Standard Saturday Time. Morning. We had life and weather get in the way. Yeah. Here's how you play along. You can call us at 402-819-4894, or you can click the Facebook Call Now button, and if you're watching this, you're on Facebook, and the Call Now button is right there. It's really easy. I even figured out how to put it into posts. Huh? Hey. Not friggin' bad, right? Oh, the actual button? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. If you can't play along live, that's cool, too. You can always send us an email to twoheadednerd at gmail.com with your MP3 message, or you can leave us a message on the phone line. If you can't get through for some reason, leave a message. We're going to play it. Seriously. Yeah. I promise. It's true. 402 We have a
3: bunch of voicemails this week from all the people that tried to call in the that's, last two weeks. That's awesome. I love it, which is good, because they probably
2: think the show So I guess, canceled. like, nobody call today, because we've got plenty. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> okay. All right. Just, no, forget I said that. Before we get started, Joe Patrick, I need you to reset the question of the week.
3: Okay. Well, I get at this point, it's the question of the month. Uh, it is an oldie from the forums from our buddy, Phil Lee. Uh, he's got back to school on his mind. He was taking the kids back to school and it got him wondering. It's January. It's time to go back to school. Yeah. (laughs) What is your favorite fictional school or place of learning? Where you go to, like, uh, not necessarily, uh, not necessarily like book learning, but maybe learn some skills. Yeah, where kids go the to The Jedi learn. temples count, he yeah, says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The
2: Kirigiri ninja school that Batman went to, you know? Shit like that. Yeah, right. Temple, whatever it was. It like, wasn't I can't remember. I don't.
3: I think you're just making sounds. With no, your own. I'm not.
2: I just read it this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I just read it in the latest Batman. Ducard got killed. Spoiler alert. Oh, a detective, yeah. Oh, detective. That was crazy, man. I don't know what's going on. Totally nuts. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about all kinds of stuff. There's all kinds of new nerd TV. Deadly class is here. Star Trek is back. The Punisher is back. Glass is in theaters. Oh boy. I haven't <laughs> I haven't made I haven't made an appointment to see glass yet. I don't know if I give one heck or one darn uh, about
3: it. My wife and I did enjoy split. Split was great. And
2: so I am like, I feel like I need to see it. Split was great. Let's get controversial for a second. Yeah. Everybody freaked out in the end of Split because they were like, oh my God. Right. They're connecting it to whatever. I thought the end was the cheesiest damn part of the movie.
3: Oh, no, I loved it. It
2: barely made any sense. (laughs) There's like two 22 year old girls (laughs) who weren't even alive. Yeah, they were like three years old when When Unbreakable came down. And they just like watch this report that has nothing to do. No mention of any superpowers or anything. Just a crazy person kidnapped these girls. That's all we knew. Uh,
3: Also, uh, Mr. Glass does not have superpowers. God damn it. He's got
2: a medical condition. Yeah, Nothing. No, he's he's just a bad guy. Brittle bone disease is not a superpower. No, he's just a bad guy. And they would look at the TV and they go, you know what this reminds me of for no reason that I could possibly w- think of that whatsoever. That one guy that had that weird name that one time. Yeah, like what? His name was Glass. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Glass. Like, come on. I loved it. I don't even care. It was so tacked on. I don't even care. It was so tacked
3: on. Uh, you're getting a lot of compliments on your shirt, specifically uh, the sleeve designs.
2: John Littrell's very impressed by uh, them. Oh, this is uh, my new two-mold shirt. Uh, John Tully said, nice two-mold shirt, man." Hank- oh, really? Recognize? it. He nice, did. John. Even though it's completely unintelligible... Well, it's supposed to be. They're (laughs) like super, they're war metal. So it's even uglier than black metal.
3: Uh, Trevor Henderson's making fun of us uh, for our very slight amount of snow.
2: Nearly half an inch of snow came in, Trevor. You have no idea. People died. Okay. (laughs) You have no clue. They
3: were canceling stuff yesterday before it even started to rain.
2: Well, there was supposed to be all manner of like.
3: We were supposed to get about four inches. All
2: like awful hellscape was supposed to come in. Um, We already have a voicemail and it just came in, but I didn't hear the phone ring. What's going on there? Well, got the we, ringer on. Are you guys having trouble getting through? Oh no, no, it's working. There we go. Here we go. Thank you for calling. T H N Cover to Cover caller. Who it is? It's the nitpicker. Oh boy, he's been waiting you so long <laughs> patiently, just sitting, so long. twiddling his thumbs until they bleed. i my memory. <laughs> what was it we were gonna pick nits to on? It. I don't even recall. It was like one of the summer Aquaman. movies. Right? Oh, that's right, Aquaman. Aquaman, yes. Let's get into it. Now, full spoilers. If you haven't seen Aquaman by now, don't worry. Listen, it came out a month ago, okay? You didn't miss anything because it sucked. Bobby, get into it. (laughs) I loved it. Whatever.
3: Shut up.
4: All right. All right. Uh, So I left some things on Joe's wall a week ago, so I'll go from there. Like, I hate the ending.
2: Yeah. The ending was so stupid. So dumb. The
4: specific part where he comes out of the water, he's like, I am Aquaman. You're like, what the hell? You (laughs) haven't gone by that. The entire movie, the whole movie, they're like, you need to become the king. You yeah. need to reunite the kingdom. Yeah. You're now the king. You're, I am. Oh, you're going to be the king? King Arthur? No, he's Aquaman. Yeah, no. I, yeah, I, I, did the the whole time. In, ever. He's
2: Arthur. He's a half-breed. He's the king. He's whatever. No one. No one at any point says yes, Aquaman. Yes, the
3: news media calls him Aquaman. They make a point of mentioning it in the movie more than once. <laughs>
2: eh, I suppose the news media no. did say that. Uh, yeah, he, he never
4: goes by it.
2: No. I am uh, whitefish. <laughs>
1: Actually, he's not white though, no. so. I'm like Polynesian Black fish. <laughs> right, yeah. Black
2: Manta was stupid. It was, oh, I uh, loved I it. What? He was dumb. He looked like a transformer. He, just, he was completely. He looked exactly
4: like, oh, like Black
3: Manta.
2: It works in the comics. Doesn't work in no,
4: real life. the problem Wrong. is like. They're like, here's this armor we've never tried out. He's like, well, better pick it apart. It's yeah. Like, Goosing with goos. He's like, yeah, but that's probably
2: not important. No, yeah. <laughs> he Anybody who wants to mess around with Atlantean technology is instantly an Atlantean technology <laughs> genius. <laughs> instantly. <laughs> now, I get it. Dude was a pirate. We never saw him, like pick a lock or fix anything, you know, but it turns out he's a brilliant laser engineer when it comes to Atlantean. He's a reverse engineer Uh, at Atlantean technology. So bad. And it's like, oh (laughs) yeah, I like this gun, but you know, guns aren't great. I want something that shoots out of my head.
4: (laughs) And they make a point in the beginning where like he stabs Aquaman and they're like, oh, your weapon couldn't hurt him because they're not from Atlantean. Right. And then, like in the end fight they're having, he stabs him with his dad's knife, and Aquaman's like, "Oh God!" Like, right? He's only half.
2: He's you? only half Atlantean. It's like, but they like forgot to mention that that knife was Atlantean steel or something. They made a big deal about the knife. They're like, "Take this knife. It's for you." But they don't mention that it's like Atlantean steel or something. And I think they were supposed to because it did hurt Aquaman. He's only half Atlantean. Yeah. Then yeah. why the other knife not hurt him? I don't know. He said he stabbed the Atlantean yeah, he stabbed in half. Like yeah. He stabbed him in the
3: Atlantean yeah, half. Yeah, his left half. His, his left <laughs> peck, his left peck is Atlantean
2: and his right peck is human. And who the fuck does Black Man think he is? Aquaman is basically Superman at this point. He's flying through the water at supersonic speeds. He's picking up submarines. He, he beat up an entire fucking army of crab people and shit that were on his side. Uh, don't I even, might the add. Stupid, and then the this Scottish dude's like the Scottish crab people. I want another shot at him, because you know, I'm just a dude. <laughs> it's like uh, the UFC fighter it was like, I bet I could beat the shit out of Superman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't. Yeah, I mean- Get Superman in here! Brock Lesnar's gonna kick his ass, you know.
4: <laughs> I mean, that's like the uh, like elephant in the room is they're like we're gonna invade the land. The Taco Man wasn't like, hey, there's this guy Superman. It was like two punch Steppenwolf. Like we can't do that. Right. Totally. Like he's infinitely stronger than
2: I am. Right. Just don't even mention him. Yeah, the Atlanteans are like they don't watch the news. I guess. And so <laughs> Exactly. They don't know. They don't get TV down there. They're gonna show up and be like, haha, we're here. And we're taking. Oh shit! I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh, uh, quickly i'll go over the end battle okay first i hate the kaiju monster
2: yeah that was just dumb julie Andrews was like, played hey, by julie andrews so, the kraken thing yeah, mm-hmm. good god
4: so uh, like aquaman's mom's like yeah i went in and tried to get the trident multiple times but she couldn't understand the monster and the monster's like i kill anyone who tries to get it so i don't understand how she had multiple attempts to begin
2: with, she went in, saw the monster, and took off. She's like, "Fuck that!" <laughs> yeah, it's like maybe she, I'll try it again. Nope, fuck that. <laughs> it, it, she she
3: kept trying to sneak in while the monster was asleep. Oh! And then when the monster yeah. like
2: started to stir, she's like, "I'm out!" Yeah, just beat feet out of there and go kill more dinosaurs. Yeah, that,
4: like, yeah, it comes up in the middle of the battle, like kills thousands of Atlanians. <laughs> yeah,
2: like, Atlanteans. normal. Let's keep fighting. Atlanians that were on his side. They were fighting the bad guys, and the kraken <laughs> comes out of the lava, and the crab <laughs> men are just like ah, like, <laughs> just like get murdered, and they, he's just like I'm gonna fuck everything up, and they're like but he doesn't even know. No, no, they weren't on his side at first. They were fighting the bad guys. The no, because
3: or- Orm Ocean Master had like conscripted all of them. No,
2: Orm showed up with his army and was like, listen up. Crab dudes that we haven't fucking seen. Oh, in this so they have film. okay, that was that was yeah. 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 Okay. Like this is the part of the movie where Ming the Merciless turns on the hawk people, you know, and like we have the dive battle or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But the it's Hawkman. but it's with like raspy crabby guy it was like, <laughs> yeah, I thought I they sounded like, <laughs> <laughs> and they just murder him. It oh, yeah, comes out on him. the giant crab squid thing. And murders the people in there, and he doesn't. First of all, he doesn't even know what this fight is. He has no clue. No, nope. no clue. He knows that there's bad guys, and they're going to do a thing. <laughs> he doesn't know any of this is going on. and He just comes out and just starts randomly murdering shit.
4: Oh, <laughs> I mean, thousands of them instantly die, vaporize. Like both the united, like, "Let's kill this giant monster." Yeah,
2: yeah they're like, "Oh fuck and it, murder that thing." The land. <laughs> and then he stops to like, kiss his girlfriend for like. 30 <laughs> seconds uncomfortably long yeah, yeah. like uh, yeah. uncomfortably long. His mom, yeah. and everybody's just like fighting around you know like oh well give them a second they're kissing we're fighting over here <laughs> look I, I
3: i never made any claim that aquaman was a good movie but and it is uh it is painfully stupid it was painfully stupid but it, it was fun. It no, was fun to watch. People keep telling was me, "Was it fun to watch?" Yes, I had a blast watching. Oh me. my! I don't know. There yeah, were pretty
2: lights. I, I'll give it that. I mean, I thought Atlantis I left, was beautiful. I thought Atlantis I, looked really cool. Yeah, I
4: couldn't even like wait for the
2: after credit. Yeah, it took off, I didn't care. It, and just, not to mention, oh, like... Oh, spoiler alert, Black Man has survived. <laughs> Atlantis was, like, looked yeah. really cool, but they couldn't decide what Atlantis was. Was it Undersea Fantasy? Or was it Battlestar Galactica? Like, or was it the bridge of the fucking Enterprise? Like, what was going on? Well, they explained like it. Like, there, of, was,
4: there like, was... was. why is Asgard They're Like, oh, take this bridge in. You're like,
2: are, yeah. are you serious? <laughs> yeah, it was so bizarre. There was, like, four different art directions going on in there, and it just, like... <laughs>
3: well, because they yeah. talked about how, it, like... The current Atlantis with its advancements, was built on top of the ruins of old Atlantis, and the sunken that. city. I get Which that. is why parts of it look different.
2: And Oh, and, and remember how everybody got underwater and didn't die because their technology turned them into that, crab people, fish did, people, and normal people? That did bug me. What
3: in the They did not explain <laughs> how any of the Atlanteans <laughs> survived. And like all you had to yeah. do
2: is be like Arion. Arion, Lord wizard. of Atlantis, He yes, went, oh! Snapped his fingers and we
3: breathed water. Yeah, yeah, yep. And yeah,
2: yeah, That's all they had to do. But instead they're like, nope, our technology did it. No. What the fuck? Yeah, I mean, is if you that? Watch yeah, them now. all die in the flashback. Like the flooding, they don't survive that. No. No. Then we didn't see the technology like do earth. anything either. Why didn't the technology like stop the place from walker. sinking? If your technology's that good, stop the place from fucking sinking. <laughs> the,
3: the, their hubris was their downfall, man. <laughs> Apparently. The, God, the gods <laughs> demanded it. I don't even remember why it fucking sank, so no. I don't know. Uh, uh, what was it? What was I going to say? Oh, uh, one other thing that bugged me, and it's a small, dorky. Joe Patrick DC nerd thing is that when they found the underground
2: uh, Savage Land Pellucidar or yeah. whatever they were I to- really wanted it
3: to be Skartaris
2: and I wanted Warlord to be there. That would have been Fucking okay, that would I would have been like, but he had to walk out in the fucking bikini,
3: yeah, in the loincloth thing, yeah. the skull uh, bikini, the, the, right? Yeah. With the The, 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 the dumb skull, winged
2: helmet, yeah, the skull uh, codpiece, and, she, and she's like, Oh, this is my new boyfriend, yeah. Warlord, War- yeah, Travis. We <laughs> his met his <laughs> Travis. <laughs> I wish you would just call him Warlord. Yeah. <laughs>
4: Uh
2: like, I love
3: that that oh, guy's is name is just Travis. And he's like, You're not my dad. He's like, I
2: don't want to be your dad, dude. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's not like that.
3: Uh yeah, all they just they they could have connected it a little bit more to DC DC lore, I thought. They could have called that place yeah.
2: Skartaris and never said another word about it. Well, but now it's like DC lore is like verboten. We we won't do it. Everything is gonna be completely separate. No one we're not gonna mention anything other than a really they mentioned that he fought Steppenwolf. A really poorly People knew him from fighting For Amber Heard yeah. comes out she's like, but dude, you're the hero that like beat up Steppenwolf on TV. She did, did not talk like that. <laughs> she was, oh god, she was, she was terrible. She did not talk like that. God.
4: And it, it just makes you want to go back and look at the Steppenwolf scene and see oh. how they don't look anything like this, Ruby. Oh. Like when he goes to totally. Atlantis.
2: Oh yeah, I forgot. Steppenwolf did go to Atlantis. And it looked yeah. completely different. <laughs> It looked no, completely wrong. different. All right, Bobby, we got another call coming in. It is always right, fun to scream really with really you, call. buddy. Thank you for finally making it, Bobby. <laughs> I- <laughs> Thank you for calling THN Cover to Cover caller. Who this? JD, got a catch. Hey, hey, all right, JD. It's been a couple of weeks. I'm glad you're still alive, man. We had a snow apocalypse. I know. We got damn near half an inch of snow. I heard it was even rockier across uh, the river. I'm just glad you're okay, man. <laughs> 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 well, it was it was definitely uh, icy and cold, but yeah. yeah, yeah, everything's good over here. Well, that's good. What do you want to wrap about? How's the lake house? Actually, you're six months. It's still summer where you are, so you're probably fine. Ah, uh,
5: yes, yeah, <laughs> summer. Yeah, we're we're we're
2: coming up on the tail end of summer, yeah. but uh, August, September, football season's kicking off. Yeah, you know that's right. The yeah. leaves are changing i know i know what, I know. Do, what do you I'm want to rap to, about I'm hoping, today brother? i'm hoping my i'm hoping my chiefs do well this season oh i think they're gonna be all right i'd put some money on it. you know <laughs> I, I think they'll be all right
5: actually i want to i want to step away from the lake house for a second uh because i'm gonna shock the hell out of you guys oh boy but uh i read some dc books hey
2: what are, are you feeling okay is everything all right <laughs>
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, Comixology just added uh, DC to the Comixology, Comixology Unlimited.
2: Unlimited. Back up. So. so we have a DC app with a random uh, smattering of comics that they so throw Comixolo- against the wall.
3: Comixology Unlimited is not like Marvel Unlimited. It's, it's a, a sampling.
2: It's like you might find the first volume of something. Oh, so it's the same as the DC app then? <laughs> 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 Pretty much, yeah. Kind of. You might find four parts in the middle of a story of something.
6: Yeah, yeah,
3: no, I mean, no. Comixology Unlimited is better about like being about like full arcs, but it's not going to be complete. You're not going to be able to go read the entire yeah. run of Starman or right. whatever. Okay. You might but yeah, you I mean, might I be able to most, read like Long Halloween or something. Okay.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The most egregious I think glaring omission in the de- or in the Comixology Unlimited selection is All-Star Superman has
2: the first 4 issues.
3: Yeah, I I don't understand. And I don't and know.
5: Then it just stops. It's like
3: they and can't
2: like, find the other ones. Like somebody's like, "Oh, no, looked no, everywhere, there. sir! <laughs> I
1: don't they're know there. where they you are." Can,
3: <laughs>
5: yeah. No, no, they're there. You can click on them, but you got to pay three ninety nine
3: right. for it. <laughs> yeah, so God. it's definitely geared more towards like a like a if you liked this, here's the next one gotcha. for a
2: price. They're drug dealers.
5: Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, it's definitely the it's definitely the drug dealer mentality of you know first taste is free, but
2: right, right, right.
6: For
5: me. You know, wanting to, because I'll be honest with you, I mean, I'm as much of a Marvel apologist as the next guy, but even, you know, late summer, Marvel is just, there's just not a lot sparking me, you know?
2: Okay, Um, there's stuff coming to the the Unlimited app that I think you are going to be thrilled about there's been some stuff oh, yeah. we I have mean, been really excited about lately like we just reviewed the yeah. invaders which was great
3: oh yeah invaders was yeah really good.
2: we just uh i just caught up on the new uh, miles morales book is the good. miles morales book is fucking fantastic yeah i mean cool. there's a there's a bunch of stuff they're doing very well uh life of captain mm-hmm. marvel
3: is excellent oh. excellent and, and the captain new marvel series number one is excellent totally great yes
2: yeah
5: yeah um, and i and i gotta agree with you matt the the new doctor strange the doctor strange in space
2: it's not working uh, no, it was good. I really liked it. Really? He's back now. Yeah. You, he is back now. You said you. I liked it yeah, I know when it started. I yeah. just thought it went on a little too long.
5: Yeah, I could see where maybe my drug on too long. I thought yeah. it got going really well. I was really nervous about, I hate every, I hate every time. I just feel like taking away Dr. Strange's magic is a, is a well they've gone to. Yeah, so
3: often,
2: Jeff. So many times. So,
3: like, for yeah. decades right. they've been doing it. You know, um, it's like turn like,
2: Cap into a werewolf. <laughs> like how many fucking? <laughs> Jesus, just, you know.
5: But I, I, wanted to say that uh, more specifically, uh, DC wise, I read um, Green, uh, Hal, Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps. Fantastic by uh, Venditti. That's the a good book. Sinestro's Law story arc. It's mm-hmm. friggin' fantastic. That was that was fantastic, yeah. and I loved it because I wasn't lost. No. <laughs> Yes. And, and you know what? At the end of it, I, if I never read any more, I'm good. It was just a really good self-contained, just drop in, wham, bam, cosmic action. Yes. Green Lantern story. And, and, it, and it gave you everything. I was
2: like, wow, we need more of this. Well, OK, Grant Morrison um, is writing it right now. And okay. the same way, like so Venditti, Venditti was that. still sort of following in the Jeff Johns, like big cosmic slam bang. I agree. And I think he did a great job on it. Now, Morrison has dialed it back to Space Cop Procedural. And it's okay. Yeah, it's it's Hal fucking, Jordan is the main focus, and it's perfect for okay. Morrison because they're just like, all right, he's in space, do whatever you want. And it's so weird. It's completely so. Bonkers. Hal Jordan's
5: gotten better from the whole becoming pure will thing. Yes. Oh yeah. He's, oh, yes.
2: Yeah, we're done. We're done with that. He's yeah, feeling he much, much better to. now.
5: <laughs> see, uh, I, didn't not, I, I did not. I did not
2: even remember that was a thing. Yeah, that was a thing. <laughs>
5: uh, I read uh, Hellblazer, uh, Volume One Rebirth. Was that the? um Ant.
2: Oh yeah. Who was that? That was, uh,
5: uh... I don't know. I can't remember who was that.
2: It wasn't Stroud it. that drew it. Uh, it was, um... Stroud. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of Luther Strode. Oh,
3: no, 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 uh, no, no. Just, uh, Travis, Tradmore, no.
2: Thank you, Tradmore. No, who was it that drew that? Was it, um, Riley Rosmo? Uh,
5: more, uh, no, no. It was, uh, Piagera. Oh, that's right. Okay.
3: Oh, from what? Uh, yeah, because uh, it was the Simon Oliver.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm.
5: I never read that. Was it any good?
2: Mm.
5: Uh, You know what? It was, it was, it was, um, it was really kind of a return to form. It was, yeah, Uh, it was still a little watered down.
0: It
5: did feel a little watered down for Hellblazer, you know, for Constantine, but, and, and it was partially because of the inclusion of you had, uh, you had Wonder Woman and Swamp Thing.
2: And who was the other one that showed up? Well, it's like the shadow pact gang, basically. Oh yeah, Justice League and, and, and Dark Shazam. It's Justice League Dark is basically. So no, that's well, more it it reason Shazam, it came out of that.
5: Yeah, it was Shazam, Wonder Woman, and Swamp Thing, where the where the Mar- DC Universe guest stars, if you will, and right. actually Swamp Thing was a little bit more than a guest star. He was kind of a featured player, but you know, it was. I just thought it was. Uh, they got the character really, really done right yeah. you know they didn't take away the smoking they didn't you know the whole thing that he's just a con artist essentially you know I don't think he I don't think he casts a single actual real spell in the well he does one big one
2: yeah he's doing more of that in Justice League Dark right now and it really is a good book and the thing that spun between Justice League Dark and Wonder Woman was so much fun and I really like how they're handling Wonder Woman as more of the magic character that she is because she totally is
1: yeah, and, and, well, yeah,
2: and we've gotten so far away, but like they just keep going to the mythology, the mythology, the mythology. Well, that is magic shit, you know. Let's <laughs> yeah. not lie about it. <laughs> it is what it is. Right.
3: Uh, back to Marvel. I'm really excited for you to uh, get Kelly Thompson's West Coast Avengers.
5: Yes, it's I, so I am looking forward to that book. It was fun. It's Especially so good. Kate Bishop's one of my favorite characters. Mm-hmm. So,
3: yeah, it's such a great cast. And the art is fantastic. It is a ton of
5: fun.
2: I it, love it. It so really much. is. I fought it just because I love yeah. West Coast Avengers. And they were like, The West Coast Avengers are coming back. And I was like, Shit yeah, Tigra. <laughs> and it was and then you were like Gwenpool. Yeah. I was like, What? <laughs> uh yeah, and Caps
3: caps all mad at him because uh they're using the name and it was not even their fault. Yeah. It's like, no, the media just called them the
2: right. West Coast Avengers. Which it was cute the way they did yeah. that. It was just sort of a sign to it. But like I wanted Wonder Man. Let's see. And I was hoping Tony would what put else? the brown armor back on, you know. <laughs> Gotta feel
5: that. Gotta I feel like it's been forever since I talked to you guys. Have uh, you guys talked about Deadly Class
2: yet? I haven't seen it. I've only seen the pilot, and the pilot was okay, excellent.
5: Okay, I, I, I only saw
3: the pilot too, but it was I really I loved fast. it? I think that's the only episode that's out so
2: far. I think the first episode is out now. That's the pilot. Well, that's no, isn't I'm that sorry. The pilot, the first one on Hulu, I think, just dropped.
3: Oh, is it on Hulu? Yeah, oh, okay. it's excellent. Hulu, isn't it? Well, it's on Sci-Fi. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. They, on, they, they, are, Spotify, they released the first episode, yes. early on
2: YouTube. Yeah, yes. they released the
5: first episode on YouTube, but I watched it and I loved it. Yeah, and it was really interesting. And I said on I said on Facebook, I said this is going to be the next Magicians for me. I because, do like that show. Well, and the thing that the thing that I find it that for me that it has in common is uh, I read the book Magicians and I hated it. Oh, and I loved the show. Fair and enough. I hated Deadly Class because I don't like Robert or I don't like uh, Rick Remender. I love him. But I, you like but the, you still the show, like the show,
2: I think, so that's good. He's doing it differently. It, and he's come out and he said, and like, has, he doesn't want it to be page for page. He wants, like, if you've right. already read it, the spirit is here. The, I, and, he, and he even said, I'm doing some things that I wish I would have done differently in the book,
5: which is cool. Well, and I think the other similarity between that and magicians is that these are very, very dark and potentially unlikable characters yes. or characters that, you know, that aren't you know, straight up wholesome or, you know, that are immediately likable. And I think in certain aspects, you need an actor to give that nuance. Yeah. <laughs> or at yeah. Least I do. That's, that's where I, that's how I came around on magicians. Yeah. Otherwise they're just a bunch so, of
2: unlikable shitheads.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Lev Grossman's magicians. I mean, it was just like, it was a slog to read because it was just like, they were just horrible to each other all the time. Yeah. And, you know, and then, but you know, you get an actor like, uh, I can't remember his name. Oh, Jason Ralph, or uh, the guy who plays Elliot on Magicians, just mm-hmm. giving them a bit of a charm. And yes. I think we're gonna get. I
2: think I'm gonna get the same thing out of uh, Deadly Class. I don't think I gave Magicians enough chance. I watched like two episodes. And like, eh.
3: Oh, I really, I really sucks you in. Yeah, I'm, I'm halfway through season two. I think. Uh, yeah. Do yourself
5: a favor. Uh, rewatch those first two episodes, but drink. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, it's in fact, just drink along with them. I mean, it's possible. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, That's true. Yeah. Yeah. You can handle it. I know I can. I don't know about Joe. Joe cannot. No, no. no. Don't try. Don't try Joe. Please don't. Uh, I love
3: that, uh, the actor that plays the principal or whatever, the headmaster from
2: Battlestar Galactica. Who is it?
3: I don't. Yeah. I don't know his name, but he played one of the Cylons on Battlestar Galactica. He's a black ball dude. Yeah. he kind of reminds oh, me of oh, the guy oh. from
2: Fringe. Yeah, I know who you're talking um, about. Uh, yeah, he's so good, black ball dude. He is great.
1: Yeah, Sorry, <laughs> and I'm, and I'm, <laughs> obviously what, he has a name. If I, can I, figure I don't out know
5: how he ties those ties. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: I don't know what you guys, what you nerds are talking uh, his about. His hands are all messed up. Oh, oh, okay, cool. Well, all no, right. no, <laughs>
5: it's not so much the hands, but if you look at the way his. He, he, he wears neckties, but he wears the, these really weird, intricate knots instead of just a standard. Oh, I guess I on. don't. I just uh, didn't remember that. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's fun it though. almost looks like the whole knot is braided. It's bizarre.
2: Oh, the clip-ons. Oh, yeah. They're clip-ons. <laughs> don't kid yourself. JD, we got to open this up for some other peeps. It's always good to talk to you, brother.
5: All right. Well, welcome back, guys. Glad to talk to you again. Thanks, Appreciate buddy.
2: it. Have a good one. Talk to you later.
5: You too.
3: I want to give a shout out to our chat here, Bryant Thomas. Hey, guys, just wanted to say I love the show, and I've been a huge fan since 2013.
2: 2013.
3: Keep up the amazing quality of the show. I'll God, call in soon. Thank you, a Brian.
2: life, Brian. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs>
3: Chad Selsler says hello. Hello, Chad. Hi, Chad. Uh, Amy from Amy and D uh, says, I now feel justified for choosing into the Spider-Verse instead of Sponge Bro tight pants. <laughs> Look, Amy, why not both?
2: <laughs> no, because one was good. That's why.
3: Uh, Punisher, uh, Justin Fletcher is asking about Punisher. I have not gotten to it yet. I haven't started second uh, season. That's yet. part of our quest for our upcoming episode is to yes. catch up on all this shit that uh this nerd stuff that dropped all at the same time. Yeah, there's a mountain of it. Uh, So that we can talk about it uh, in Nerd TV.
2: Yeah, totally. So, uh, that's my weekend. I'm going to, I'm going to watch the Punisher. I'm excited.
3: I'm going to, I am right now. I'm catching up on discovery.
2: I am. Although I will say this on episode 10, it does feel a little weird because we've had like, there's been this cancellation of all these other Netflix shows because obviously Marvel is bringing shit in house and it's like kind of hard to get excited because <laughs> it's, it's like, when are you going to just shoot this one in the head? Yeah. Too, right. You uh,
3: know? somebody, um, uh, Oh, Eric, Eric white, you know, Eric, right? He works at yeah. the med
2: center. Geeky white guy.
3: Uh, very talented artist. He's PQ not like that is his Twitter. Uh, That's his, Twitter his website. Yeah. <laughs> um he
2: uh
3: he made a joke on Facebook. He's like, "Uh looking forward to the Punisher cancellation announcement on Monday." <laughs> yeah,
2: totally. I mean,
3: it's absolutely bizarre. Uh, but I loved season 1 of The Punisher. Uh I have I have read some complaints about uh jigsaw being still way too handsome <laughs> because that actor is just so gorgeous. Yeah. It's like, "Okay, he's got lines on his face, but
2: he needs to be messed up." That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, Jigsaw should be a freak. Yeah. You should be a thrown through a plate glass window and should cut his face up. Yep. That's his day. You know, that's Jigsaw. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you for calling THN. Cover to cover. Caller, who does? Hey, it's Brian Domingos. Brian Domingos. Hey, Brian. Been a while, buddy. Welcome. Missed you. He's got some stuff to get yep. off his chest about the X Men. <laughs> okay. Brian. Oh, my gosh. So,
1: so. Open uh, the floodgates, uh, yeah, Brian. <laughs> Phil Lee's
2: co- Phil-
7: you guys there? We're okay. here. Okay. So, Phil Lee's question obviously, X Men. That's my answer. The Xavier school. Okay. Um, because it's, when it's done really well, it's like amazing. Yes. Um, I'm, I'm talking about like the Grant Morrison, like the new class yeah. or the special class that Zorn has. And it's like, right. I cared about every one of those characters, no matter how weird and deformed it was and great. strange they were. It was so good.
3: Um, I love that Glob Herman is still like a major character in yeah. the X-Men books. <laughs> <laughs> He's my favorite. I love him.
2: No. Yeah. So, and Yes, go ahead. I was going to say, when it's done poorly, like say they dropped the school in the middle of fucking Central Park in New York, it's just stupid. It's so stupid. I or mean, it's in been, limbo for a while. Yeah, or it's been in limbo. <laughs> like, how can you not get this right? Just put it on Gray Malkin Road. You know, I mean, what's wrong with just having the school? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I
3: don't. I,
7: look, look at this, this 10 week series, which was like a complete bust. Uh, right? It was like, kind like, of a bust. Uh, like a complete and I, and I feel like like Matthew Rosenberg, like he's written some things that I've really enjoyed, but I would not say like, oh, slammed up. You know, like he's yeah. never been that guy. And um but in like Ed Brisson I don't really like. I don't think his work is very good. Um but like Kelly Thompson, like I am a pretty hardcore fan and I think a little less of her after this.
2: Oh, it's almost like this three-headed monster experiment like, It's comics by
3: committee and that almost never works Yes, that's what exactly what I was going to yeah. say
2: I, like, You see flashes Of what you recognize In things that I like about Ed Brisson And things I like about Rosenberg And things I like about Thompson But the three of it together, it never gels And it's it like never uh, comes together, it never works
3: It's like 52, right? Yeah. The weekly series 52 yeah. Had uh, a colossal roster of writers right, Mark Wade, Grant Morrison, Greg Rucka who was the fourth one? Jud Winnick?
2: No, I don't think it, was it doesn't Judd matter. It's it, was, it was it
7: was Jeff Johns. Jeff Johns.
3: Yes. Duh. Um, and even with those four huge names steering the book, you read fifty-two, and you're like, yeah, I like about. Mm,
2: Right. Three quarters of the story. Like lines. if I think back to 52 right now, the question storyline is the one I'd be like, yeah, that was good.
3: Oh, see? And, and that's I the c- one I hate. If I have to hear anything else about the fucking crime Bible again, I am out. I, the, crime <laughs> I the crime bible was the
2: dumb. The crime Bible is dumb. The
3: religion of crime is stupid. But I really like the character.
2: All, I like the question. Yes.
3: I like Renee Montoya as the question as well. And the whole idea, like, yeah, it's descended from Cain. Like literally, you know, from the Bible. <laughs> Eat shit. All right. No,
2: let's go back to the X Men, Brian. Back to the X Men.
7: Um, okay, I'll call back another time to, to talk about Fifty Two because okay. I can do that for like hundred years. <laughs> we'll say that um, for Fifty Two cast. Yeah, Fifty Two cast. I mean, just just real quick, there will never in the history, like in the future of comics, be a time that you get four like A A plus list writers right. at the top of their game right. working on a week on a monthly book together, like weekly, weekly, weekly. Like that that is cream of the cream of the cream of the crop. Um, and when they tried, anytime it's tried to been replicated, it just doesn't work. I know and it's because you have these tight, I mean, Mark, even just Mark Wade and Grant Morrison together, mm-hmm. yeah. like, forget about it. You yeah. know, like you try to find someone to fit with that. Um, but like this X, you know, 10 issues of uncanny X-Men, I don't, I don't understand why it was put out. Yeah. Like, I don't I don't know why they did it this way. There's no, no, you
2: there's- know,
7: like there's no, there's no there's just nothing. There's no guts to it. It's oh, the you know you wanted it. Here it
2: is. Right, and there and was go, so uh, much right. big shit that happened in ten issues that it's like ultimately nothing happened.
3: I don't even. You oh, ultimately I mean? nothing did happen yeah. because when uh, at the in the finale spoilers, uh, they say, oh, by the way, after X Man was defeated, everything
2: went back to normal. Yeah, totally.
3: Everything that he did was undone. Right.
2: Poochie D died on his way back to his home planet. <laughs> yeah. <You right>. Know? <laughs> and so
3: yeah, yeah like- it was all <laughs> pointless. And in that 10 issues, I think at least five of them are totally unnecessary because yeah. it was all the same thing every yeah. month. They find him, they fight. He, Beats their asses, right? And they find him again, and they fight, and he beats their asses. Right. And oh shit, Omega Red showed up with his weird new tentacle arms.
2: Yeah, they're like remember Omega Red? You like that guy, right? Yeah. He's here. Oh, everybody's mad. multiple man died. Oh, they're gonna deal with him in like six issues. And, I said and then this, he's nothing. <laughs> and I said this in my in my review of the
3: final chapter. Half of that issue, half of that oversized for no reason issue, is literally. 45 X-Men standing around x man in a circle and shooting different colored lasers at him. <laughs> and that's a, pretty much yeah. a summation of the entire 10
7: issue
2: arc. It, just like every Care Bear movie. It ended with a Care Bear stare. Yeah,
7: exactly. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Was, at least, at least that book had, you know, Care Bears had some heart and like character development. Yeah. Like, right. This was, I like, I don't. And I, I mean, I, I read 10 issues. I don't remember anything other than like no. X-Men has a beard. Yeah um, Le- Legion is there. Um, they merge, and there's like these weird horsemen. Of the X Men that don't really make any sense. Yeah. And then they all get all done at the end. And, and like, like where did they come from?
2: And like what the hell was that? And Yeah. yeah like, just, and Legion. It, what the fuck was that about? Like I really liked that character. But they brought him back and he's like, No, I'm okay. No, I'm crazy. No, I'm okay. Ah, but I'm dangerous. Stop it. <laughs> Stop that. <laughs>
7: yeah, it, it it just I don't know. It it gave me like it makes me think like for the years that we were like, or you know fandom was like Marvel is trying is, is easy racing the X-Men and giving us the inhumans. Maybe they will write, they, <laughs> they don't have any idea what to do. Like that X-Men gold and X-Men blue books that just ended like a couple months ago. Yeah. Like those books sucked. They were bad. And like X-Men red X-Men red was fine, but it's like, it's not, it's, I don't know. It's, Here's the thing. I was X-Men like Red
2: that- was fine, and we thought it was great because we've had so much shitty it, it was, X stuff. It was great in comparison. Yes. It's been <laughs> yeah, so right. long. Been- and like I think doing that whole Inhumans things just took the wind out of the X, the, the entire X franchise. And now they're desperately trying to get whatever magic they had back. And they literally just threw... Everything they had against the wall in yeah. these 10 issues. I, and we just went, oh, look, it's a mess on the it, wall. <laughs> you know,
3: I, and I said this in my review as, as well, and you touched on it briefly, Brian. The cast is so large that they don't, yeah. are, they're not, not able to devote any time to anyone. Right. And like, so, I'm
2: thrilled that Nightcrawler's it, back. It has, it, but
3: like, it's pointless to have North Star there right. because he's going to stay equipped and he's going to fly around. Northstar is one of my favorite
2: characters, and I was thrilled when he showed up. He literally, in 10 issues, I think he had six lines.
3: Yeah. I think he had six
2: six dialogue bubbles.
3: (laughs) And that's, you know, the genius of Grant Morrison, uh, even though, you know, if you look back on the history of the X-Men, it being an actual school with actual students is a rare occurrence. Right. And it didn't actually happen, I think, for the first time until Morrison. Because it was always like, five kids, ten kids. These are adults for some reason. Yeah. You know, and, like, they weren't actually taking classes or learning. It wasn't actually a school. It was just, like, a place where he right. could train these mutants. Um, and then Morrison said, no, it's a school. There's 300 kids here. Right. Uh, and But it still had a focus on... The X-Men, the right. actual X-Men. Well, Wolverine, when he was a the headmaster, they did that. I mean, like, yeah. it was a school. Right. And it was fun. Um, but this, yeah, this is just, like, here's 10, here's 30 characters. Somebody likes them, but don't expect any personality out of yeah. them. It
7: was, it was, I think it was even, I mean, I don't want to look, I don't really ever want to reread it. I don't know how many, there, like, there might have been, like, 60 characters in it.
2: Yeah. And yeah. I think it's, it's fair like, to say. You,
7: you, you 15 go that way and you 15 go this way and you 15 go, th- and they're just like in the background, like no one does. And, and then it's like Beast says a bunch of scary things right. and then Storm tries to take control and then Kitty tries to take control and then Gene seems like all pensive and it's like any one of us could sit down and like plot out what, what it could be. And it's going to be pretty close, but you know, you know, Beast is doing his research and oh my God, did you, there's a... There's a hit like and it's just yeah. like what Morrison did. It's like, you know, the the sentinels are inside us. You know, like yeah. all that stuff. Like it's 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 like hitting the same like scary in the X world. What? Point. And right and back to the well again.
2: of like there's this politician and he's got an idea to get rid of mutants, and this time it's a vaccine. And yeah. oh, by the way, he's got a <laughs> bunch of like Super well equipped people with crazy weaponry that are funded by something. I guess. You know? I mean, that's
7: how many t- like literally how many times have we seen that story?
1: Yeah, like
2: right.
7: I think I think Claremont has done that story five times.
2: Personally, Claremont did it five times, and then yeah, we like, saw I it mean, at least ten more times from different writers.
7: <laughs> yeah, it's like over and over and over. And I don't know. I mean, I. I I, my first regular reading comics were like reading X, like X-Men, the bl- like the blue team. Like that was my first ongoing book. Okay. And then uncanny and like, and you know, it was like the, I think like X-Men number 10 was my first, it, you know, off the shelf book. Um, and so it's like, I'm, you know, I can and part of it's like, they feel like it's, if it's like, that's like the, as good as it was, but there was something to it. Like you got to, I don't know. The teams are too big and you got to, maybe they have to have six books that, that are focused on different things. And I, and that generation X book that they did like a year and a half ago, didn't really work, but it could work.
2: Yeah, there's there's no reason why I couldn't, why you couldn't do, here's your Uncanny X-Men book, here's your X-Men book, and then here is your New Mutants book, X-Men New Mutants, and this is the book about the school, this is the book, what's going on at the school, Yeah, you know, and you split it up that way, and that way you can have your team in Africa doing their thing, and we can focus on that, and you can have your team in DC that's doing this other thing, and we can focus on that, as opposed to, like, one page of like huge fights going on. Oh my God. And then like next page, huge fights going on here too, but it's crazy. You know, like there's a dinosaur, right? (laughs) Yeah.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. The X-Men, it needs more focus. It needs a core cast. And i like, as much as I love some of the characters that showed up, I don't need them just in the background. No, it doesn't do any it's good. Pointless. Right. It's
2: pointless. It's like when they trot out the you know, like old wrestlers that we used to love. So they can come out and act tough and say something and then shove someone. And that person lays down like they died, you know, like, and then they <laughs> leave, you know, like what the fuck was that? Like, I'm glad he's working and he's getting paid, but come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brian, I love you. It is always good to talk to you, buddy. We got to make some room for some other people get on here and gripe too. It's been gripe cast all day.
7: Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm a. I like Great Cast is my favorite. All right,
2: thanks, guys. <laughs> thanks, I talk to you later. Bye.
3: Uh, my wife tuned in for what I'm sure was only about five or ten seconds. Thank her, you, thank you,
2: my wife. She's a birthday girl. Yes, yesterday was her birthday. Happy birthday, to the birthday 27 girl. 27 years young. Let's play some of these damn voicemails. We got a bunch. We do. And so these people are like, "Hey, is this still a show? Are you guys still doing it a thing?" Still
3: a show. uh so the first uh voicemail is Stephen fino on december 28th oh really uh december 28th that's how long it's been
2: since we've done the show good lord i found another one but i thought there's no way we had to have done steven fino's but no i think you're right okay let's get into it
0: yeah but it doesn't count as representation if you just say it after it's done you have to actually have it included in the oh hello uh this is (laughs) lord steven Master of Coin once again sending in my answer to the question of the week. And Matt mentioned in cover to cover specifically not to pick this one and I really tried to follow his instructions but I have to go with my heart. Hogwarts is my favorite fictional school. (laughs) I will fully admit that as a school it is pretty (laughs) terrible. The headmaster has a habit of sending child soldiers to do his bidding in various wars and there is a body count much higher than regulations should allow But it is the one that's closest to my heart because of how I came to it. Uh, When I was eight years old, I didn't read for fun, uh, not books or comics for that matter. And that was typical of most of the students in my class. And my third grade teacher, however, decided to change that. She came in the class one day saying that there was this book out there called Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. And it was really popular with kids and that she was going to read the entire book to us. So she sat down and she read the first chapter and she continued to read it for the rest of the week, ending around the point where Harry finds out he's a wizard and then saying that she will continue on Monday with the rest of the book. She read the whole uh, book? I, along with no, a handful just up of other students who was really hooked, I needed to know what happened next and I came into class on Monday genuinely excited to know what happened And she didn't fucking read it. (laughs) She got us hooked, and then she stopped to make sure that if we wanted to know what happened next, the only thing we could possibly do was to go out and read the books ourselves, which at the time seemed like a dick move, but in retrospect is one of the greatest teaching methods I have ever come across. Yeah, made you read. So now, 17 years later, when I'm waiting to hear back from whether or not I've been accepted to English PhD programs, and I genuinely love reading, I have sort of Hogwarts to thank for that. So that's my answer.
2: See ya. That's adorable. Yeah, that's awesome, Stephen. That's adorable. But Very Hogwarts good. was a place where you send your kids to get killed.
3: Yeah, yeah. and most muggle parents were glad for it.
2: Yeah. They are like, <laughs> I can't handle fuck this those little again. magic shits. <laughs> uh,
3: so uh, when he was uh, mumbling about how it does not count as representation, if you just mention it after it's over, he's talking about J.K. Rowling just casually saying, oh, yeah, Dumbledore's gay. Instead yes. of actually showing that Dumbledore is gay. Right.
2: Well, in and anything. They were supposed to do it. There was rumors that it was going to happen in this new uh, nope. Fantastic Beast movie. Didn't happen. Nope. Nothing like that. <laughs> Everyone's like, this is where you get to do it. This yes. is where you get to show us, like, look, he was gay. He was in love with Johnny Depp, who, why he, that dude is still getting cast in movies? I don't know. I don't That was a know. mistake. No shit. Yeah. From what I understand, the whole movie was a mistake. I didn't even bother. I know. I haven't seen it. Oh, shit. I know who this is. Thank you for calling THN Cover to Cover. Call her who this It's Zach Hollowell. Yes, it is Zach Hollowell. How are you, buddy? How are we supposed to know that for sure? You're doing poorly. What happened?
1: This morning, my son, I I catch him with a comic book in his hands, and he has ripped up (gasps) my. Death of Superman comic <laughs> that I was going to use to put him through college. <laughs> so my son is not going to college. Hold
3: on. Wasn't it still in the poly bag?
2: Yeah. Time out.
1: No, no, Zach. it wasn't
2: in the poly bag. Can we talk here? First of all, yeah. you're a terrible parent for not hiding your fucking comics from those little monsters. Okay. <laughs> comics are not for kids, Zach. Everybody knows that. They're for adults <sighs> to keep in protected bags and oh, backboards so right. boxes, Okay.
6: They okay, think, I'm going to be totally honest.
2: You don't let your play with handguns.
1: You don't let them play with your comics, okay? <laughs> so, I, I pulled that shit out so he could use it with Silly Putty. It's absolutely fine, That's actually. awesome. Yeah. Oh, I saw, yeah.
3: uh, was it you that posted how uh, Silly Putty doesn't work on newspapers, newspapers. anymore? Because
1: the ink is different. Oh. Yeah, yeah. They, they used to use a cold-press ink that would transfer, but the new ink doesn't transfer, apparently. Do comics still work? Old comics. Only old comics. Only old
2: comics. Yeah, yeah def- probably not the new ones. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Because now they make them with like science magic,
1: right? Science
3: magic, yeah. Something like mm-hmm. that.
1: Yeah. yeah. What do you want to rap yeah, about today, yeah. Zach? So, so I had a little weird uh, giggle theory the other day that I put on Facebook. That, and I think I may have talked with you about it, Matt. But like, I was just wondering what you think the odds are if this would work, if this would be a good move for Marvel, or this would be a bad move for Marvel. Okay, so the last Avengers movie, we've got Hulk. Hulk gets beat up. Hulk decides not to come back up. Well, the Russo brothers tell us it's not because, you know, the Hulk's afraid it's because the Hulk doesn't want to solve all Banner's problems anymore. The way around that, an interesting way around that would be why not a smart Hulk? Ooh, you know we got Smart Hulk in the comics. Sexy Smart Ponytail Hulk. Do you think Hulk? Marvel would ever give us a Smart Hulk like the Gray Hulk or the you know the Hulk that was you know basically Banner and Hulk mashed together? Maybe Gray Hulk.
2: Give us the Gray Hulk. Maybe Gray Hulk. You are never going to see sexy Peter David Ponytail shirt open. He didn't smart have Hulk.
3: a. He did not have a ponytail until more recently. Yeah, Nineties. 90s, Nineties 90s Smart Hulk had short hair, That's but right. he did have that billowy open yeah, oh yeah. shirt thing.
2: Oh yeah. He was, oh, uh, man, he was so sexy. I love Smart Hulk.
3: Did the Russos actually say Ooh. that? Say what? That it's because the Hulk was mad and he didn't want to solve Banner's problems?
2: No, they didn't say it. I mean, but The Russo
1: brothers have said it in interviews. Yeah, that is like,
2: dumb. It's so much more interesting to me that the Hulk is afraid. Well, I think that's what they're getting at. The Hulk got his ass kicked and he's like, no, fuck this.
3: No, you're not listening. Zach said that they point blank said... That yes. The
2: Hulk isn't afraid. He just doesn't want to. I think we are going to see it's because he's afraid. It's not because he so doesn't
3: you think want they're, to. So you think they're lying to us? Yes. Okay. I mean, that's true. Well, They've done it, was, it
1: before. Yeah. I think it was pretty clear that he was afraid. But yeah. the whole deal with the Smart Hulk is I could see that being pulled out as one of those Many things they pulled out where it's yeah. like, oh, the nerds know this exists, but your John yeah. Q. Public going to movies has no idea. And they're like, wait right. a minute, what the fuck? A smart Hulk? I had no idea that was a thing. Or oh, like man. he turned into the
2: Hulk and he turned around and he's just speaking with what's his head's voice? Uh, what? Mark Ruffalo. He's just Mark Ruffalo's voice. And he's like, guys, I think I'm okay. You know, like I, that would be yeah. awesome. But also, I want him trapped like that. He can't turn back into banner. He's stuck as smart Hulk. <laughs>
3: Jonathan, yeah, yeah, Jonathan Sims says uh, he wants he wants to give uh, he wants them to do that story that he's never read, but it's a very uh, awesome cover where Gray Hulk and uh, Eye Patch Wolverine go blow up a casino while wearing white tuxes. Fuck yeah, man! Oh, that yeah, issue, was rude. yeah, yeah, <laughs>
2: that was like that issue was so good. It was like eight or nine of Wolverine They there in Madripoor, I think.
3: Is it an issue of Wolverine yeah. or an yeah. issue of the Hulk? No, okay. it's an issue of Wolverine. All right,
2: yeah. Because on the cover, he was like, Wolverine's like... Yeah, weird. they're yes.
3: back-to-back, yeah. right, yeah. Oh, man,
2: it was so great. I love that cover. It's very good. <laughs>
1: nope. Kill for that. So Okay, I'm calling my shot. That's We're going to see that in the next Avengers movie. I'm calling my shot. All right. Zach's calling his shot. I'm in, man. Smart Hulk. I want it. I, I want Smart so. Hulk. That'd I think be, it'd be great. Kick
3: ass. Yes,
2: very cool. But he's got to be sexy too. I don't. I don't want monster. He's Hulk. just going to look like the Hulk. No, man. no, no. I want him to look like Fabio.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like just. Ridiculous. I want him to drop trowel in front of uh, Black Widow. <laughs> hey, baby. Uh, I got good news. Something's going down. <laughs> Ouch, Zach.
2: Thank you. It's always nice to talk to a pervert. All right. Don't let <laughs> it was
3: distressing. You <laughs> distressing.
2: <laughs> Smart Hulk would be very cool. Yeah, and I'm, they come into that. They could time. pull it off really well too. It's just like Ruffalo turns into the Hulk, and yeah. he's like, "Hey, I'm here. It's it's not the monster. It's me. You know. Oh, but I'm still tough as hell." Or he could be gray and not as tough. That would be cool too. All right, we got more voicemails here. Hit a bunch of them. Uh, I already. Sp-
8: it's BS three. I already spoiled this voicemail, so, uh, but that's okay. When BS four was born for the first time three years ago, I called into the show. Uh, to leave and answer the question of the week while on the way to the hospital when missus VS BF3 was, having, uh, was going into labor. Well, that time's happening again. Uh, BF5 is on the way. So I thought I'd just call in, wish everybody a happy new year. I was hoping this would be good luck. And I'm going to try and sneak a comic book name into uh, into the birth certificate. Ooh, see how that works. nice, nice, nice. All right, nerds, it's been a really terrible 2018, right? But, yes. But, uh... Here's to a better 2019, yeah. and I'm glad you, you guys were all around for it. I right, see
3: ya. Cheers, Thank brother. you, sir. So and I, congrats. The baby, we have
2: revealed this already. The baby was born on New Year's Day. Adorable. They named it BS Qatar Hall The Five. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's yes, a beautiful exactly. name. Beautiful name. Uh, I like that he refers to his wife. Oh, as, hey, he's watching right now. <laughs> I like how he refers to his wife as Mrs. BS3. Mrs. BS3. <laughs> <Ms. laughs> so great. Um,
3: uh, B- BS the three was actually watching us as we played his call. Oh, nice! Uh, oh, hey, did you? Uh, I didn't want to like give your kid's name out on the air, but did you get the comic book name in there? Let us know. Yeah. Uh, Phil Lee says, uh, "Ask her of the question." His favorite new school,
2: King's Dominion, from Deadly Class. Oh yeah, totally rad! Great answer. That's an awesome answer. Okay, yeah. more voicemails. Mark Tarrington. <laughs>
6: Hello, oh, this boy. is Bal from Earth-27 <laughs> recording on behalf of Mark. Mark has completed his end-of-year review. The mutations which resulted from our attempts at regeneration did not affect his performance rating, but he will require a new photo for his identification card. <laughs> Mark has also been given a new assignment for 2019 which involves culturing superintelligent slime mold. This project will use all of our available laboratory resources and prevent further attempts at regeneration for the foreseeable future. Changes to the regeneration and biomodification tanks are in progress. This may be audible. There is a high probability of the cultured mold forming a sentient emergent colony creature which will break out of the laboratory (laughs) and rampage around the institute. Um, (laughs) This has happened on at least one previous occasion. The resulting creature works in the purchasing department and is called Jeff. (laughs) Mark was unable to make any comment when he was given the assignment as he is currently unable to speak in any known human language. This may be why he was selected. Based on the wild flailing movements he has been making with his full limes, I think he may be unhappy. (laughs) While Mark is busy overseeing the lab modifications, I am going to provide some news from Earth Prime and Earth 27.
2: That's Mark, by the way. You're hearing.
6: Mark has requested that Earth-27 news items should be too strange for Earth-prime and Earth-prime news should be just strange enough for (laughs) Earth-27.
0: In events that could only
6: happen in Earth-27, celebrity bankrupt reality TV star and animal husbandry enthusiast Roland Trumpton has used his most recent trial on charges of interfering with giraffes to announce his candidacy for president of the United Empire of North America. Judge Judy Dagenspawn thanked Mr. Trumpton for his comments and immediately had him committed to long-term psychological care for his own safety. Mr. Trumpton commented that he was bigly disappointed. Such a (laughs) fake judge. The court was then cleared before Judge Dagenspawn devoured anyone. In news from Earth Prime, artist Monster Chetwin has constructed a sculpture of two gigantic leopard slugs at the Tate Britain Gallery in London, England.
3: That's real. I'm looking the at it right now. The
6: sculptures are 10 meters in length and will remain in place until February the 25th as part of the Earth Prime Winter Solstice Celebration. Oh, okay. The front of the building will also be decorated with glowing slime during this period. That is all the news at this time. Congratulations from Earth-27 on successfully completing another solar rotation. Goodbye.
3: <laughs> in his email in his email mark says Ball is not kidding about those slug sculptures and he sent us a link to bbc.com. okay an artist named no kidding monster chetwind his name is monster <laughs> monster chetwind uh has built two giant l- leopard slugs okay and they are out Side of this museum, uh and they
2: glow. So, dude's Christian name is Monster. Oh,
3: I doubt it. I think it's probably an
2: adopted name. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like I thought, his parents were like, oh, "We're going to call him." It's his Monster. It's his. It's his nom de slug. That's not funny.
3: Yeah, it was pretty funny.
2: No, yeah, that's not Shut funny. up. Shut up. Let's go to James
9: Kaplan. Hey guys, James Kaplan calling in. I don't have an answer for the question of the week. So, I just wanted to catch up on a few other items. First, wanted to wish you a Happy New Year. Secondly, I wanted to say I saw Aquaman. I thought it was fun. I enjoyed it. Uh, some of the effects underwater were super cool. And some of the CGI, like when they de aged his dad, well, that was kind of dodgy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spider Verse was extraordinary. I've already seen it twice. I want to see it again, ready so bad. to just go see it again right now. Um, I'm so excited to see them tell. More stories in that universe and in those, you know, various universes. I just thought there were so many things that were great about that movie. Um, And I enjoyed your Golden Beppo show. And I think for me, um, looking back, it was an excellent year of comics. There were a lot of great artists, excellent writers. Um, If I had to pick one artist, which is hard, of course, because there are so many terrific ones, uh, I might pick either Hayden Sherman, who Has a really cool, scratchy art style and uh, did great work on Cold War Uh, and Wasted Space. Or I might pick Leonardo Romero, who does fantastic classic style work on Shuri and also on Hawkeye and Captain America. Mm -hmm. If I was to pick a writer, that's easier. I think I'd go with Jeff Lemire, who, of course, does lots of work, but is shepherding – and writing the amazing universe of Black Hammer, along with Gideon Falls, another book I loved Gideon this Ball's year. Fantastic. And then I also really enjoyed his take on The Century. Yes, that um, I'm series not surprised was good. He has it was an great. interesting take on it. I think probably my favorite single thing I read this year was the graphic novel On a Sunbeam by Tilly Walden. Which is an extraordinary book, and she's twenty two, which is crazy. Jesus. Anyway, hope you're well.
2: Bye. Thank James. you, James. Good to hear from you. Since uh, this phone call, uh, Spider Verse won a goddamn Golden Globe, and looks like yeah, it's going to Oscar. win an Oscar. The Oscar for Best Animated Film. It,
3: that movie needs to be nominated for
2: it's Best Picture. Be period. Incredibles two. That Incredibles? is insane. Hot take: Incredibles two was not. It as was As Incredibles, 1. no, it wasn't great. They and I mean the
3: ball. sequels. I don't like. It's fine. It's a fine movie, but like. I just I didn't
2: capture nah.
3: you know that spark that Incredibles 1 did.
2: Yeah, they dropped the ball.
3: Um, so BS3 got back to me on my comic name question. Uh, he almost got Robin as the name. Okay. It didn't work out. So no comic book name, but her middle name is Rook, which is from Robotech. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
2: So the wife wouldn't go for Robin. He probably didn't tell her, but she liked Rook. He probably didn't tell her. I'm <laughs> just saying.
3: I'm just saying. Like Robin is I mean, a little just, more feminine I mean he was just sounding casually, for a girl. Casually you know? just like, how about Rook? I'm not
2: making Rook's fun of anybody's nice. name. I'm just saying Robin, a little more feminine. Uh, by the way,
3: uh, he says also, uh, he says, oh man, I should have I uh, tried to sneak monster in there. <laughs> um, by the way, in this week's THN, it was nice to see what's the deal with sleeping underwater. Uh, th- thoughts creeping into your discussion of man. Submariner, yeah, because now I can't
2: not see it. I know every time now I'm like, wait a minute, they've got a coffee cup, you know, like right. Wh- he what was is going? Sleeping on? in a bed, he slept <laughs> right. in a bed, sleeping in a bed yeah. with covers. He's like jumping out and throwing the covers off. They're like, Lord Namor. And he's like, what is it? Come <laughs> on, oh, they got weight. They all got weight sewn into. Yeah, him. I guess. Yeah, right. I don't know. Or they just keep like floating. I'm like,
3: goddamn. It's like okay, listen. You are in the deepest Ugh, later, depths later. of the, <laughs> you are in the deepest depths of the ocean. It is very cold. Mm-hmm. Ain't no
2: blanket on earth going to protect you. Well, and Namor doesn't wear clothes anyway. He doesn't get cold. He walks around in a bikini. Nah, you no, know? he
3: wears a, like a crustacean Sometimes,
2: suit, but I like him better when he's just like naked speedo. dude. Yeah. yeah, speedo dude. Just walking around and like on the Check pole. out my ankle yeah, wings. Yeah, walking maybe. around Antarctica like, What bother me. What is <laughs> Look uh, at this. I can't believe this dude sent us one. You're not going to believe this.
8: Hey, dudes and dudettes and people that don't identify as either one. So there was a great question from uh, someone a couple of weeks ago. Okay,
2: he's going to forget to introduce himself. It's John Littrell.
8: <laughs> and not a lot of people answered it. And so I was just going to drop a couple quick ones. The question was, what video game world do you want to see? Uh, oh yeah, that you haven't seen, and there was a ton in comics that I'd love to see. For example, I would love a Reed Gunther, like an uh, uh, an open world uh, area that you can go exploring with your with your cowboy and his steed bear and finding all sorts of weird, oh, random oh, adventures. Oh, oh, oh. Who's I Reed would love that. And then speaking of open world, Judge Dredd, kind of how like oh, Spider-Man yeah, is yep. built now, two thousand eight, playing from Dredd's perspective. Yes. And, and crime and filth is everywhere. Yes, and you just have like roaming gangs that that. I murder and kill you all the time. And hell, throw in some procedurally generated parts of Mega City 1 so it seems random and you can get confused where you're going and things are all twisty and turny.
2: Oh, that'd be so cool. I
8: would love a really good side-scrolling beat-em-up. And I can't think of anything better or that I want to play more than something like Skull Kickers, uh, <laughs> where it's this cross between one of the old D&D ones with the humor and raunchiness of Borderlands. Hugh, of course, oh, could awesome. do... This is a combo pack with something like Rat Queens or something like Do a Little Crossover. Get a little Marvel versus Capcom with it. So anyways, that's my stuff. Oh shit. Do something with Copper cuz oh my god, I would love to play in that world too. Okay, that's it. Bye.
2: I don't know Copper. Uh the the BBC show? I um, don't what? I don't think so. I don't think it's what he's talking about.
3: It's the only piece of fiction named Copper that I'm aware of. I
2: don't I don't know. Uh Who's Reed Fleming? Not Reed Fleming. Reed Gunther. Reed Gunther was a cowboy that wrote a bear. I can't remember the name of the book. Um, it was very tongue in cheek. Uh, I can picture the cover. I can't. Oh, remember.
3: he actually wrote a bear? Yeah, he, he wrote a bear. It wasn't just a horse named a bear?
2: No, no, no. He okay. wrote a bear.
3: <laughs> he was right. a
2: badass. <laughs>
3: uh... Thank you John. Introduce yourself when you call in. Yeah. Oh uh, shit, dude. Come Kyle, on. Kyle Fox wants to know uh, Matt just wondering if you've fallen off of Valiant. You are my source of what Valiant books to read.
2: I have not fallen off of Valiant. Um there hasn't been a lot of truly good Valiant entry points lately and I try to talk about entry points more. I will solve that, okay? And we'll talk more live about wire. It. You did Livewire. I did Livewire. I did the first Livewire, it was very cool. And it spun right out of the Harbinger Wars yeah. 2, which was also Har- Harbinger is one of those books where it's like every time I feel like, okay, they've gone too far this time. You can't keep taking it this big and huge in scope, and then it gets bigger. <laughs> it's like, oh my god. <laughs> uh, I am st-
3: I just, I get so far behind on Valiant, and then I, d- I'm g- I get lost. Like, Harbinger Wars, Harbinger Wars 2 came out. I don't even think I finished Harbinger Wars 1. I'm
2: catching up on all the ninjack stuff right now. It's fucking awesome. I just don't know when It's so to- fucking awesome. I just don't know... When to jump in. Don't be a baby. It feels very dense. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. And we constantly tell people, don't worry about it. No, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. know, know, know. know. (laughs) But but I'm the sort of reader that likes to
3: read it all. And now there's so much of it at this point. I'll tell you what I'm not going to read. Punk Mambo.
2: Nope. I don't give a shit about Punk Mambo. Fuck
3: Punk Mambo. It's a dumb name. So
2: dumb. And the character, like, I get it. She's like, punk rock. And she doesn't give a shit. But, like, there's nothing likable about the character. She's always like, yeah, you know, like, how Hellblazer was a dick? Well, I'm a supreme (laughs) dick! Like, okay, I get it. Cool.
3: (laughs) Uh, You missed a voicemail from Jimmy Randall.
2: I did? Mm
10: -hmm. Oh, hey. G'day, nerds. Jimmy Randall sending in my MP3 for the uh, question of the week. So, favorite uh, fictional places of learning? A uh, very very strong mention goes to the Great Institute of Springfield Elementary. <laughs> that just looks like such a fun place to go to primary school. Like so much awesome shit happened there. There was a there was a dog event. It was great. But um, my answer is actually Sunnydale High from Buffy the Vampire oh, What are you now, getting? Now, backstory me? for me: I went to one of the smallest high schools in Queensland. When I graduated, there was nine kids in my class. It was some real little Jesus. house on the prairie shit. So, being able to watch Buffy once a week and see that beautiful, big, bright, Americanized dream of a high school, I just really wanted to go there. Like, I I wanted to go to a high school where Alison Hannigan was considered one of the uglier girls at that school. <laughs> yeah, I said it. It yeah, just she would was have been beast. great. Ooh. There was two girls in my high school, two. Okay, get your head around <laughs> that, guys.
3: So, that's my wow. answer.
10: Sunnydale High. Nice and quick one. But, um... I've got a question here for uh, Toots. Toots, I understand that you like Conan the Barbarian. I kind of dig him too, but definitely not on your level. So I'm just wondering, if Conan the Barbarian came to your house for dinner, Toots, what would you cook him? And that's it. So thank you very much, guys. Happy 2019. Hope the New Year's working out all right for you. And I will see you guys later. Bye. (laughs)
3: Uh, So Jimmy sent that in the week That Toots was going to fill in for me uh, But we
2: ended up cancelling Oh, that's right Because you had to work Yes, because I had to work It was a whole thing Um, We'll pass that to Toots We'll make sure he gets that he'll get back to you, Jimmy Thank Uh, you By the way, primary school is Australian For elementary school Yes (laughs) Uh
3: Jared just signed on to the chat. Oh, Uh, I, Jared, I don't know if there's a, if there's enough delay for you to uh, have heard what Jimmy just asked. He had a question for you. If Conan, the barbarian came over to your house for dinner, what would you serve him?
2: Yeah. What would what would the toots dinner menu be for Conan? Uh,
3: BS BS three Conan would get a bowl of (laughs) cheetahs. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Um,
2: Amy. I bet Conan would fucking dig. Jimmy. Oh,
3: he'd be like, you are ambrosia. <laughs> what
2: orange powder mystery is this?
3: <laughs> uh, Amy, uh, as Jimmy was getting into his answer, also said. Uh, the library from Buffy. Okay, uh, because for seven seasons, no one thinks it's weird that the randomly British librarian and a bunch of high school kids are in the school at all hours of the day. And oh night yeah, yeah, yeah. Reading musty old creepy books about
2: fighting demons Sunnydale, and the occult. Another great place to send your kid to die.
3: And they keep a cadre of weapons behind the bookcases. You know, like sure, you do. Sure.
2: It's like yeah, Sunnydale was a perfect place for his for his kid to die in school. <laughs>
3: uh, Jared says. His uh, dinner for Conan would be mead and meats. Yeah. What else? That's what
2: the dude eats. He's, he's on like the South Beach diet. Probably some sort of bird, like a, I don't know, a turkey or. I, I think I would go with a roast, mm. like a leg of a rack of lamb or something, you know, something bone in that Conan can gnaw on, you know. Mm. He's that kind of guy. Uh, nurse David Robbins calling. Let's see
3: good morning, nerds. Oh. <laughs> it looks like nerds. Oh, and this came in before we started recording. That's why we, we had that new voicemail.
5: Good morning, nerds. David Robbins calling in with my answer to the question of the week. Uh, I normally like to call in live, but I got some family business going on today, so I'm not going to be able to make that window, family but uh, I wanted to call in and be part of the show anyway uh, and wish you guys a happy new year. Um, Thank you. I hope this is a valid answer to the question of the week uh, for the
2: favorite non crossover crossover. Okay. We should save this um, one. We're not doing it's that one not yet. Really sp- we're not doing that one yet. That's our new question.
3: You're right. Uh, so we'll we, we got off kilter with our yep. questioning, so we're going to save this for next we're week. Save David. this one. I will leave it flagged. Yes. Uh, Jason Sachs called us just
2: at the buzzer and they left a voicemail. He's looking for podcasting tips. Okay. All right. Let's, let's, let's listen to what he's got to say. He's doing fine. What do you mean? He's looking for tips. He's doing fine. He's already doing better than us. We've been doing this for like eight years. So you know what? Screw you! You don't know any of that. <laughs> hey
7: guys, it's Jason Sachs. So uh, I think I mentioned to you a couple of weeks ago. I'm starting a new podcast called Classic Comics Cavalcade. Got three episodes out available on all the usual services. And I want to know what you what got you guys started doing podcasts and what technology you use. Like I got a Zoom audio recorder, which seems to have uh, just great, uh, it seems like a great tool to use, but what do you use and what do you recommend for others? What kind of things do you think I should know as a, uh, new podcaster? What are like some of the lessons that you want to share with those of us who are crazy enough to go on this podcast journey? That's it. Thanks. Hey, uh, glad you're doing the live show. Hope you, the weather is not treating you too badly. See you later. Thanks, Thanks Jason. Sacks.
2: So I'll do a deep dive email and go heavy into it, but Real quick like. As you can see, we have kind of a studio set up. The Zoom that you're using is perfect if you're on the move, you're going to places to interview people and stuff like that. Excellent field recording. Which I think that he is. Right. We do everything pretty much in studio, so it's all fixed. So I've got an eight-channel deck here. That, it's an Elisa's deck. We've got a little headphones amplifier, so we can both have headphones. I run a little Behringer. I don't know if you can see any of this shit. I run a little Behringer yeah, mic yeah. amp. That we both plug into, and it sort of kicks up our signal a little bit. And then I run everything basically through GarageBand, because GarageBand is super easy to use, and it's super easy to edit with, and it's free, which is cool. Right now, I'm using this, my old Mac here, and our iPad to monitor Facebook and play the calls through our Google Voicemail and stuff. So you don't need a setup this big. It sort of became a monster because we needed to do several things and it lives in one place. But like when we roll or do something live, I'll just bring basically the deck and one laptop. You know what I mean? But we'll go deeper dive in an email and I'll tell you much more.
3: Uh, but- so when we first got started, we literally plunked a laptop on a table and yelled, at and it. yelled into it,
2: <laughs> pretty much. uh, into
3: the built-in microphone. We didn't have shit. Yeah, I don't can, even think we had headphones.
2: N- no, we had headphones. No. Wh- how would we have had headphones? Yeah. That's a good point. I think I had headphones and you did not. Maybe yeah. that might be. Yeah. You didn't deserve headphones yet. Yeah, <laughs> I, <guess. laughs> I had to earn them. You had to earn your fucking yeah. cans, yeah. buddy. <laughs>
3: um, yeah. And the show was also only a 30 minutes long. Mm-hmm
2: and I don't think we scripted much. No, you can go back and listen to it. It's terrible. It's terrible. But it's kind of fun in a, in a historical But that's the only way you, yeah, you can check out our, we call it the, uh, THN long box with all our back, as, our back issues in it. So, I uh, it doesn't
3: say THN long box anywhere, yeah, <laughs> but that's, that's what, I, what I like
2: to call it. I want to change that name. It's a good name.
3: Uh, BS three says I subscribed to classics classic comics cavalcade and I think it's great it's a great show it's It's a good listen that really walks you through the industry nice getting an in-depth interview with Mark Schultz
2: and Jason's a really good interviewer
3: and uh, he did a thing about the history of Valiant yeah and uh, next episode Steve Englehart
2: I love Steve Englehart pretty great oh that's gonna be awesome
3: Uh, he also says uh, can we agree that Xavier's mansion is a terrible
2: school yeah Way too many people with guns in that place. Well, too many people with guns. Not to mention, it is a glowing, blinking light for everyone that hates mutants to shoot at. Yeah,
3: exactly.
2: Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's, it's silly if you think about it, but I love it. Yeah, I do too. I you do know, too. and it's easily probably my answer to the question of the week. I love the Xavier Institute for higher learning for the gifted. What is it? Uh, Xavier School for Gifted Youngsters That's was right. the
3: original name, and then it was renamed later to the Xavier's Institute, Xavier Institute for, uh, for Higher and Learning. Then, and then Gene died. And became the Gene Gray Jean Grey school, school of something something. Yeah, that was when Wolverine even, was running it. I don't it? even know.
2: Yes, yeah. uh, I don't even know what it's called now. I think it's back to the Xavier School. Okay. Do we need to bring Xavier back? We need to bring Xavier back. He's right? back. Is he?
3: Yes. Um, in the most recent run of... Astonishing X-Men.
2: Oh, he showed up? Charles Soule
3: was the original writer. Okay. Um, uh, They battled the Shadow King, and Xavier's mind was like on the astral plane or whatever, the mental plane. That doesn't count. Uh, And now he is inhabiting, he made a deal with Phantom X, uh he basically Oh you mean
2: Phantomex?
3: <laughs> he's not no he's not Phantomex <laughs> <laughs> Uh he made a deal with Phantomex uh he like basically put Phantomex's mind into like a blissful state like like a happy ending.
2: And he's walking around in his body.
3: And now Professor Xavier is inhabiting the body of Phantomex. He's French. Yeah. Okay. He shaved his He's bald. he shaved his head, but he's young. He's like hot, young and hot and he, and he can walk. Huh. Yeah, and he's like, call me X, which
2: is fucking stupid. Yeah, that's super dumb. He, uh, Carls would never do yeah, that. Yeah, I know.
3: Uh, no. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I agree. It's really stupid. That is dumb. But, yes, Professor Xavier is alive. Okay. Uh, but he has yet to reveal himself to the X-Men. I think only Betsy knows he's still alive.
2: Psylocke. And she's just keeping it quiet?
3: Oh, they did... Uh, there, there was an annual where he reunited with them, but I don't think he let them keep the memory of it. Where he reunited with the original man, X-Men. he's
2: such a shithead. You I know, am so tired of shithead Charles Xavier. I'm tired of it. He's a good guy. Stop it. Yeah, he's like, really. No, he, he had a he's few. Um, Few different secret teams X-Men person, that yeah. just got fucking murdered. Oh yeah. Oh and uh, he wanted to have sex with Gene this whole time. And like ah, listen, stop it. Uh,
3: <laughs> I don't know how to tell you this, but you have another brother.
2: Yeah. Um, I sent him to die. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I'm real he was sorry. an asshole. He had to go. Yeah you know? Vulcan.
3: Um yeah, Jason Sachs, thanks, guys, for the advice and recommendations. I am. Uh, I just look forward to hints from the pros. Yeah. Uh, Keith Silva gave him some great hints, too. Hints, too. You remember Keith Silva? He used to call in. I don't remember him. No memory. <sighs> uh, There's some more chat about the Engelhart stuff, which should be very good. That's going to be awesome. And uh, let's see. Yeah, Jonathan Sims asks, uh, couldn't Phantom X or another ridiculously tech-savvy mutant forge... Grow Xavier a new body? Yes, there are clones all over the damn place. Absolutely, right. give me a goddamn break. But
2: he's but, just happy being in somebody else's sexy body. I mean, I I guess I get that too. If they were like, "Hey, Matt Bomb, do you want to be in Phantom X's body?" I'd be like, "Yeah, fuck yeah, that sounds kick ass." <laughs> <laughs> and then I'd stop doing this show and just be sexy. I would just know?
3: I would just rather like, can you maybe devote your technology and energy to just making my current body sexy? Mm-hmm. No. Please. Fuck that.
2: No, I want to be taller, man. Screw that. Uh, <laughs> all right.
3: Listen, we've gone on I
2: know, I know, I know. for way too long. So your so your answer. My answer is the Xavier Institute. I just, I fucking love it. And I, I think I love it because when I was young, I was like, fuck yeah. I want to be a mutant. I want to go there. I felt like an outsider at my school because I was a short kid with a big mouth, you know, and like had to fight my way. To fucking through life, did and you, that's why I'm so fucking tough. Did you have to fight yeah, your way man, through life? The mean streets of fucking Paddock Road. Oh shit, dude! <laughs> 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 they were like kids falling off tornado uh, slides, breaking their arms and recess. He was Louise. nuts.
3: Oh gosh, my answer.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, it's I understand why you, and this may seem sudden because this has been a question we've had for four weeks. Now. No,
3: I know. <laughs> it's just like my my gut instinct is to pick the Xavier School, but. Um, so yeah, I'll say that Xavier School is probably my, my favorite, but another one that I love, just to offer something a little different. I love the Legion Academy.
2: Yeah. Legion of Legion Superheroes. Academy is cool. Uh
3: it is where uh they take the kids that want to be legionnaires, but they're not quite there yet. Yep. Not the rejects. That's something else. That's the Legion of Substitute Heroes. They are also great. <laughs> uh but yeah, the Legion Academy is where like kids with powers learn how to become Legionnaires. And I just love it. And uh, there were a couple of characters from the 80s that were in the Legion Academy for like literally a decade and they never graduated. One of them was Laurel Kent, who I mentioned on the show a few weeks back. So how old was
2: Laurel when she went?
3: Uh, I mean, it was during that era where uh, it it was during an era of the of the Legion where uh, everyone... Is technically supposed to be young, but they all look pretty grown up. It's like I'm saying, like if she showed up when she was five and she was still in the no 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 no, was she was like an adult. Yeah. She was uh, an adult, of course. Um, but
2: yeah, Laurel. Just Laurel, waiting to earn her girl. Okay. You know, Laurel. Name. Yeah, Remember right. Her. Exactly. Her codename, uh, Laurel <laughs> Kent, uh,
3: was the descendant of Superman. Right. Uh, and her only power was invulnerability, so she didn't have all How the, was the she stuff the that descendant came with it. Superman. Um, how's that work? He had babies. Uh, what? What do
2: you mean? Oh, he had a baby.
3: Matt, it's the future. It like,
2: it's. I mean, like, I understand. It. Okay, I was thinking like Kryptonian shit. Then he's the only Kryptonian left, except no, for like, all the other Kryptonians.
3: <laughs> right. Oh well, yeah. I mean, this was pre-crisis, so there were Kryptonians all over. Um, and then uh, after the crisis on Infinite Earth happened, they revealed that. Uh, oops, sorry, she's a manhunter, uh, and all oh, that. She shit, was a robot. Yeah, all that shit about uh, being the descendant of Superman is bullshit. <laughs> Um,
2: but yeah, like-, it's like, we programmed this robot to come up with a lie that's pretty easy to figure out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know what? A lie that, like, today I could Google and be like, wait a minute. Yeah, it's just like,
3: oh. <laughs> Descendant of Superman, invulnerable, huh? Yeah, okay, your story checks out. Yeah, <laughs> so, uh, sounds good. But yeah, like they, they had a character named Powerboy, and Dawnstar uh, was a member of the Legion Academy. I just really, oh, and uh, Shadow Lass's brother, like her little brother. And these characters like never actually went anywhere. They were just like right. fun little, it was like the new mutants of the
2: Legion of Superheroes. Right. Kind of, I liked it. Cool. All right, new question. What's our new question? Moving right along. Oh, we're getting wait. back on track. Real quick, Jason
3: Sachs at the, at the, at the end here, his favorite, uh, fictional school is the school for assassins from Jimmy Robinson's five weapons. I love that book. I, that is fun. What was that book? Uh, it was like a school. It was like a school that trained assassins and you picked like a specialty, like your specialty is, what was the book? Five weapons. It's called five weapons. What is it? It was an image book. It, it lasted a while, a little while. I don't remember. Um, yeah, it was. It was like it had a. He says it had kind of a darkness to it, but it was also fun and happy, and it was a, a nice contrast between evil and silliness. Because like they're teaching these kids to kill people, right? But then it, it's like, choose your major. Your major's poison. Yeah. Your major's swords. <laughs> I'm like, majoring
2: in nunchucks. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I I'm majoring in butterfly knives. Right? Yeah. <laughs> uh,
3: but yeah, it was a fun book. Uh, Jimmy Robinson, who also created Bomb Queen, which is a book. Full of boobs. I just cannot recommend. Nope. <laughs> but five weapons is really good. It's for
2: perverts who don't like porn.
3: <laughs> All right, enough. The new question of the week comes from me. You may have heard us say it a couple weeks ago on the main show. We jumped the gun. So, uh, Comixology had their big winter sale. I bought up a bunch of old Marvel books. Uh, I just, I, I just finished rereading Jonathan Hickman's entire run of Fantastic Four and FF.
2: It's good. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. Uh man, anyway. Uh I but I also His Avengers was so bad. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was bad. No, it wasn't. It was bad. bad. No, you, you're wrong. You, go back and look at it. I I got all those too. i am So much shit they set up that we just never finished.
3: Yeah, it all finished. It all pointed directly to Secret Wars. Eh, what are you even talking about?
2: Eh, eh, eh,
3: eh. Um Oh, BS three says uh, deadly class issues are on the humble bundle for the next four days. First eleven issues for just a buck. There you go. If you've never read it, a humble bundle, a humble bundle. <laughs> uh, so anyway, one of the books that I bought for the uh, from the sale was um, uh, the Spider-Man tie-in issues uh, for Acts of Vengeance. Why? Where he got cosmic power? Because it was four bucks. That's <laughs> not,
2: not an answer. Yeah, uh,
3: yeah. So he got cosmic powers. So Acts of Vengeance. Uh, was not a crossover, but it was an event. It was where a storyline. A storyline, right. Um, but each book's uh, entries were their own
2: separate. Like right. you didn't have to read one and then go to another book that you don't read yeah, to catch they, up. They were just all centered around the storyline.
3: Right. Uh, and it was when Earth's villains, Red Skull, Doctor Doom, Kingpin, Magneto, they got together in the room and they said, you know what? We're just not having any luck killing our arch enemies. Right. What if... We send our arch enemies after each other. What if I send? Well, they they were swapping nemesis. What if you go fight my guy and I'll go fight yeah. your guy? We'll send Trapster to fight Spider Man. Right. We'll send Magneto to fight the uh, Captain America somehow, and he survives. Uh, oh, it was a robot. But anyway, it was uh, a robot. N- no, uh, the the Magneto that fought Captain America was a robot, but actual Magneto was there too. There was a Magneto, there was a Magneto (laughs) robot that they sent to fight Captain America. Hydro Man went to fight the West Coast Avengers. So magneto. Magneto's
2: like, yeah, I'll take care of that. he's like, send the robot. (laughs)
3: Yeah. Um, So it got me thinking, it's such a fun, it's such a fun premise and it's such a fun event. And you don't, you're not punished for not reading all of it. There's no like main series that you have to follow. Right, right, right. Uh, So it got me thinking, what is your favorite non-crossover event? Something like Acts of Vengeance or, um, you know, DC did uh, several years where they did themed annuals like right. JLApe, or they did ghost stories one year or Else Worlds or year yeah. ones. So what is your favorite kind of event or story theme? That's not a crossover that you have to follow slavishly. You don't have to spend $8 billion. I already have my answer.
2: Awesome. That's the question. Okay. There it is. We're going to have a new show popping up on Wednesday and, uh, we'll be back next Saturday back on track. Kicking it live. Uh, we got a lot of love today. Appreciate that. Because, like, part of me is like, do they even care? Is anyone even going to give a shit if we come back? <laughs> That's just dark. It's man. only been a couple of weeks. That's my dark passenger. That's all that is. So. <laughs> <laughs> Your dark passenger. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. He talks to me late at night. I hate that guy. yikes Yeah. I drowned him years ago, and now he's back. It's oh man. So weird. uh Thanks everybody who played along. Thanks everybody yeah, thank that called. You. Gosh, so many calls. Thank you for the voicemails and shit. We're happy to be back in 2019's New Year. We're gonna double down.
3: Did we just conveniently not get any actual live calls, or did you shut off the phone
2: line when we started doing voicemails? I shut it off because I wanted to get all these voicemails. All right, yeah. Sorry, and, everybody. And we played a couple that came in. That's true. We did. So, yeah. So, whatever. They got on the show. So, no. Not sorry. Oh, wait.
3: Ryan Forrest said he called. He didn't leave a voicemail. Well, whose fault is that? Not ours. Come on. <laughs> uh, Ethan, sa- Ethan Harrison says, never leave me again that
2: long, Matt Bomb. Oh, Ethan. I carry you in my heart everywhere I go. Just know that. Okay. Thoughts and prayers, Ethan, which adds up to nothing. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> we got to get out of here. Guess what we got shit we got to do. We got to go out for Joe's wife's uh, birthday tonight. They are convinced that they've never been to this bar that we're going to. They have. We've never been. And they're obsessed with it because they say it has a hobbit door. It doesn't. We've never <laughs> been to the
3: bar. We've never been to this bar. They've been to this bar. No, we
2: haven't. Uh, for now, situated nerd. Signing off. Bye, guys.